Well, everyone, I want to just welcome you to the Anchorage Baptist Temple here. We're so excited about what God has for us this year. It's 2021. It is the first Sunday. And I'm telling you what, I'm glad that 2020 is over. And we are starting this new series, To Whom It May Concern, a letter to our people, a letter to our community, a letter to our country. The truth is this, we really need to spend some time and ask ourselves, are we ready for a new year? Are we prepared for what God has for us? Obviously, 2020 took us back, changed directions, made us deal with things we never thought we were going to have to deal with. But 2021 is a new year, and it's a time for us to ask ourselves the question, what did we learn from the year before, and what can we do in the year ahead? So today we're going to talk about this idea of refocusing. The ability for us to refocus our minds on what matters in life. And so I want to ask you a question, have you, have you ever lost focus? Have you ever lost focus in what, what you were doing? I mean, it happens all the time to us, right? I mean, we'll, we'll be talking in a conversation and something will distract us and, and we'll drift off right or left or we'll go a different direction. And, and the truth is, refocusing is, is mandatory all the time. A lot of times our parents, when we were kids, would say, hey, are you listening? Refocusing is important. Well, I'll never forget a time when I totally lost focus and it almost became a disaster. I was uh, picking up a trailer in Indiana and I was headed up to Alaska. And so I grabbed this trailer and the guy is going through all the safety features of the trailer. And, and he's going around and he's saying this and that. And he hands me this manual. And he says, hey, I, I need you to, you should read this manual on the trailer. And I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. In truality, I was just focused on getting down the road. I, I wanted to get my load into that trailer and get back up to Alaska. And I really, I really lost focus. I really wasn't paying attention to what he had to say. And the truth was, I really should have. I really should have paid attention to all that he had to say, and I probably should have read the manual because disaster was about to happen. Well, I took that trailer out, and I, and I went and picked up my first thing, which was I put my daughter's car inside this trailer, and then I, I went and grabbed the Kubota tractor, and I put that in the trailer, and I grabbed the bush hog, and I stuck that on the back of my truck, and my trailer was loaded. Man, I had a ton of weight on that trailer. And off I went down the highway, and I was excited about where I was going, and my wife and I were driving along, and all of a sudden, I hear something, and I think, that's, that's kind of an odd sound. And I continue to drive because I can't really tell what it was or what it is. And all of a sudden, my left tire on my trailer blows off and starts bouncing down the highway, the freeway, right next to me. And all of a sudden, it hits the guardrail, jumps straight up, I probably 50, 50 feet into the air, bounce on the other side into oncoming traffic on the other side of the freeway. And cars are slowing down and they're swerving and the tire bounces into a cornfield. And of course, I'm in panic mode. I'm like, what in the world is going on? I pull the trailer off to the side, and a semi-truck comes in behind me and stops and gets out, and the guy starts being a little aggressive with me. He wasn't really happy. And he says, listen, are you paying attention? You lost a tire, and it almost went through my windshield. It scratched my entire semi up. I said, that's amazing, because I just watched one bounce over in the cornfield. I said, I am so sorry. I look at my trailer. Both wheels are off on the left side. All of which happened... Because I didn't pay attention. I lost focus. The reality was on the side of the trailer, in a big, bold sticker, it said this. New trailers. After 50 miles, check your lug nuts. And of course, because I was not focused, 
I just wanted to get down the road, I almost caused disaster in the lives of people. It's a sad story. The sad truth is this. How often do we do that? Many times in life, we find ourselves losing focus, and it ultimately could cost ourselves a lot. You see, after we've gone through 2020, it's time for us to consider what tragedies happened, what things took us a different direction that ultimately God wanted to go another way, or families were going to be impacted. I, I want you to I read this passage to you, Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25. It says this, Let your eyes look directly forward, and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the paths of your feet, then all your ways will be secure. I love this. Do not swerve to the right, nor to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. In 2021, I want to challenge you to look at your life and see where you need to refocus. See where you need to refocus. The truth is this. Oftentimes, we have to ask ourselves this question, how our lives got off focus in the first place. Ask yourself the question, if I am off focus, if I'm finding myself going a different direction, if I have found myself in the middle of a crisis or a situation that I don't like, what caused that? Let's just go through a few things that I believe 2020 brought to us that got us off focus. The first one is fear. There is no doubt that fear refocused everybody's minds in a direction I believe may or may not been, have been wonderful. As a matter of fact, we held on to fear instead of held it, holding on to our faith, and I think it's hurt and caused trouble in churches and in families today. Proverbs 29, 25 says this, fear, the, the fear of man lays a snare. In other words, the fear of the world lays a snare, but whosoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. Safe. So when we think of fear, we think of what? Naturally, everybody goes to COVID-19. I think it's interesting COVID-19 is a serious thing. People have lost their lives. A lot of things have transpired. It has turned our world upside down. But do you realize the information that's out there? Do you really fear? What are you fearing? Are you fearing that you're going to get sick? Are you fearing that you're going to die? Are you fearing that you're going to pass on the disease to someone else? What is it? That you're fearing. The truth is this. Do you realize if you're in the age of 0 to 19, you have a 99.997 chance of recovery? Do you understand that if you're 20 to 49, you have a 99.98% chance of recovery? Do you realize if you're 50 to 69, you have a 99.5% chance of recovery? The truth is this, 70 and above does have a little higher rate. And what is that? 94.6% chance of recovery. 99% chance. When can you say that you could walk out and drive your car or walk down the street and have a 99% chance of success? The truth is this. Our fear of COVID-19 has captured our minds and have led us astray in so many ways when we don't even really realize the numbers. It's not to say again that nobody dies of COVID-19. Absolutely. It's not to say that people don't get hospitalized. Absolutely. We've had members of our church that have been hospitalized. But the truth is this. Every time we get in our car, we take a risk. Every time we walk down the street, we take a risk. Everywhere, life is full of risks, and we cannot avoid them. And unfortunately, 
we have let fear refocus ourselves or focus ourselves and our attention away from what God would have for us. It's happened in churches. It's happened in our community. What's the next idea? The next thing that I think has grasped our mind is anxiety. Anxiety and worry. Proverbs 12.25 says this. Anxiety is a man, uh, and a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. Anxiety and worry weigh us down. I believe in 2020, we let anxiety and worry weigh us down. Keep us, holding us back from being the, the Christian, being the, 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 uh, the member of society that God has called us to be. We should not be worrying as Christians. We should not have anxiety as Christians. We should be engaging the world. We should be the ones with the word of positive encouragement. Because the truth is the church has the answers. The word of God has the answers to life. And we should be the one sharing them. Another thing that I think it weighs us down or causes us to lose focus in our life is discouragement. Discouragement, a lot of discouraging things happened last year in 2020. People lost their jobs. People didn't have, know what was going to happen. People were under discouragement of, of life and what was happening around them. Notice Genesis chapter 4 and verse 6, it says this. This is talking about the story of Cain and Abel. Now, Cain and Abel had given uh, an offering to the Lord, and, and Cain's wasn't what God wanted. And so God said this to Cain. Why are you angry, and why has your face fallen? Why are you discouraged, Cain? Why do you find yourself struggling? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not well, sin, listen to this, sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is contrary to you, but you must overrule it. You see, when we find ourselves discouraged in life, we start not thinking about things Above, we start thinking about things on this earth, and God says, listen, that is a snare to you. The Holy Spirit is saying, listen, I want you to get your mind off the things of this earth and get your minds on the things above. And I believe 2020 distracted us, stole our focus from what God would have us to do. How about this one, tribulation or persecution? Have you found yourself being persecuted or found yourself in a tribulation situation? Mark chapter 4 and verse 17, it talks about a, a person who's heard the word. It's, it's, it's saying, hey, listen, these are the character qualities of those who hear the word and then it get caught up by things. We lose focus of what God would have for us. It says this, and they have no root in themselves, speaking of the seed that was planted on this soil. But endure for a while, but when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word of God. In other words, you started to get persecuted because you stood for righteousness. You started to say to people, hey, don't live in fear, live for God. And you started to get persecuted. And, and, and what happened? People started to make fun of you or say, hey, you don't, you're not being realistic. And what happened? Immediately you fall away. You stopped sharing your faith. You stopped engaging in what God would have you do. Listen, I believe 2020 was full of this getting Christians to not stand out and say, listen, let's repent of our sin. Let's return to God because it is what is going to heal our land. The truth is this. We got distracted. We need to refocus ourselves. What is something else that happens? Pride. Lust and pride and misplaced affections during 2020 have distracted us from what God would have us do. 
obviously a lot of people had a lot more time. They were at home more than they ever were. They found themselves uh, in a different environment than they have ever been before. The truth is this, marriages have struggled through 2020. More divorces have happened. Discouragement has happened. Suicide has happened. People find themselves chasing after lusts and other prideful things that I truly believe has distracted them. Notice 1 John 2.15, it says this, Do not love the world or the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. We need to refocus on what matters. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. Did you find yourself being distracted, being pulled away by these things? Verse 17 says this, And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whosoever does not does the will of God abides forever. The reward of staying focused on what God has is that you will abide forever. These other things will not, will not last. I think it's interesting. We've looked back at 2020, and we've just said all the things that happened. Notice how they just came and they go. Come and go, come and go. As a matter of fact, our lives can be transformed in just a moment when, when, when the disease starts to make its move again and all of a sudden there's lots of things and they put people on shutdowns and all this. It, it's just chaos. But all that's going to come and go. The world is going to come and go. Issues are going to come and go. Trials are going to come and go. Our lust and our desires are going to come and go. But Christ is going to abide forever. The other thing that I believe that has happened in, in 2020 is because we have been locked in our homes, media has become an outlet for us to express ourselves or to spend our time in. And the truth is this, who have we been listening to this last year? What news source are you listening to? Where do you find yourself constantly overwhelmed with media, whether it's movies or video games or whatever it may be? The, the truth is media has impacted our minds and got us off course off course of what God would have us to do. We're spending less time in the Word and more time in being entertained so that we can get through this time together. It's not a great option. Romans 12, 2 says this, do not be conformed to this world. In other words, do not listen to the world, the media of the world and what it has to say, but be transformed by the ruining of your mind, that by testing you may discern what the perfect will of God is hmm, and what is good and perfect and acceptable. Listen, it's important. It's important that we ask ourselves, has the media this year, has what we've been watching on television or social media or Facebook or whatever that might look like, dictated our minds away from Christ? Hmm, how about this one? Have we started to believe in another God? Have we started to look at idols and make them valuable? Have we looked at what people say and worshiped what they're doing and where they're going? I know we don't bow down to them, but the truth is this. I believe we start believing in a different God. We start believing in a different philosophy. We start hearing things that we don't think are true, but they sound really good to tickle our ears. And before we know it, we're following something that just is not godly. It helps us. It distracts us from being focused on Christ. 2 Timothy 4.3 says this. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound doctrine. But having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers, listen, that suit their own passions. In other words, in 2020, did you find yourself drawn to what sounded friendly and good to you? It, may, it wasn't truthful, it wasn't biblical, but man, it's just, I like that God better. 
I mean, I want to live in my sin. I want to live where I'm at. I want to live discouraged. I want to live in fear. And so I'm going to start listening to people who preach that and teach that and talk that. That's what this warning was in 2 Timothy chapter 4. Verse 4 says this, and they'll turn away from listening to the truth. And what? They'll lose focus. They'll wander off. Wander off. They'll lose focus into myths. They'll lose focus into myths. Another thing I think that distracts us is power, the desire for power, succumbing to the appeal of power. The truth is this, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Our desire to be in control, even though we're not in control, distracts us from what God would have for us to do. I think our possessions do the same thing. Our desire for possessions, one of the things that's amazing to me is during COVID-19, because we've had all this free time and the government's been given some free money out, people have gone out and bought toys and possessions and things, and it's incredible to me that they find their happiness in those possessions. Jonah 2.8 says this. Those who pay regard to vain idols, in other words, vain things that don't matter, forsake their hope in steadfast love. In other words, if you're trying to find happiness or you're trying to answer the questions and the trials that 2020 gave you by possessions, hoping that those will bring some normalcy to your life or, or kindness to your life or whatever that might be, I'm here to tell you something. It's not going to happen. You're not going to find steadfast love there. Matter of fact, you're going to find no love there because possessions will not fill that hole in your heart. You might say, well, I think finances is where I really found my struggle. In 2020, my finances were up and down. Maybe they were good. Maybe they were bad. Maybe you did well in the stock market. Maybe you lost your job. But truth is this, finances are a big part of how we lose focus. We start worrying about all the money that we need to have or the money we don't have or the money we need to, uh, to invest the truth is this, 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 9 says this, but those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. If you're all about money because of 2020, if you're all about all that it means to be, hey, I'll be happy or I'll be successful if I have money, I'm here to tell you, you've lost your focus. Your focus is on the wrong thing. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have even, what, wandered. They have drifted away is what we're talking about today. They have lost focus and they have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs, many trials. Church, I want you to know something. People are watching maybe by television. I want you to know something. Money cannot solve your problems. If your mind is consumed with money, you're finding yourself focused on the wrong things. God is like, do not focus your life on money. I provide for my followers. I provide for them because I am God and you are not. Notice 1 Corinthians says this, 1533, when it comes to this idea of friends being a distraction. I love this idea because I think that one of the things that happened in 2020 is that friends tried to socially come together even though they had to social distance. Their friendships started to matter a lot. And so friendships became their idol. Friendships became the thing, their go-to thing instead of God. And I believe they lost focus. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says this, Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. How many of you this year have spent time with people you would not normally spend time with who have distracted you and taken you down the wrong path in the wrong direction? 
I'm here to tell you, because of fear and anxiety and worry, we have found ourselves looking for something or someone who will comfort us apart from God, and they have distracted us from what God would have us do. Listen, this is important. These are just some of the ways that I believe people in 2020 have lost focus, but what's your story? Think about your own life. Ask yourself the tough question. What have I allowed myself to do that has changed my focus away from the things of God? What is it about my life? I don't know what it is, but you certainly do. And ask yourself the question, is it worth it to get off that track? Because that's the question we're going to answer next. Why is it so important that we live our life focused? I mean, why can't we just live random? Why can't we just wake up and let whatever happens, happens? Why can't we just let every whim and every desire control our life? Why can't we just do what we want to do? I mean, the reality is, do we even need to be focused? I'm here to tell you I believe we do. I believe being focused is what God calls us to do. That, that brings wholeness to who we are because it's a oneness of mind. We are not double-minded and distracted. If we are double-minded, we're unstable in every area of our life. But if we know the one thing that matters, that is the compass for all other things, peace and prosperity comes our way. God brings us blessings and life. So why is it so important that we live in faith and focused on Christ? The first thing I believe is this, because we have been risen with Christ. I want you to just think about this for a minute. Why is it so important that we are focused on Christ? Because we are risen with Christ. In other words, our very existence, our eternal life is based on Christ. And if we find ourselves being distracted by worry and everything else, we forget what he's done on the cross for us. We forget all that God has done. Notice Colossians chapter 3 and verse 1. It says this, If you then have been risen with Christ... Hmm. Seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. If you and I have, been, have given our lives to Christ, we're to seek those things that are above. Not be distracted, not lose focus on the things of this earth. Why? Because Christ is seated on the right hand of God. He is above. We should be focused on what is above. And that is all, listen to me, that is all that sh- should matter. That is the number one priority in every decision. It's God first, man second, period. Notice this, set your minds on things above. Don't set your mind on worry, anxiety, friends, money, power. Don't set your mind on the things that you are distracted away from God about. Set your mind on things above and not the things that are on the earth. For you have died, listen, for you and I as Christians have died, And your life is hidden with Christ and God. In other words, you are in the essence. You are one with God. You have been united, reunited with him. This is why, this is why we live for what is above. Because we have died to the flesh. We have died to what is here because we have given our lives to eternity, not to what is temporal. Now listen to this, verse 4. I challenge every one of you believers to listen to this verse. Because this verse is life-changing. It says this, when Christ, it makes a big assumption, who is your life, Mm, appears. Let's read it again. When Christ, who is your life, appears. Is Christ your life? 
You just call yourself a Christian because you want to go to heaven someday? Or is Christ your life? It's a challenging question. It's a great question for me to answer for my own self. Is Christ my life? Am I living for Christ or am I living for self? Do I find myself distracted by the world or am I focused on who God is? I'm here to tell you, 2020 distracted a lot of believers. And I'm here to compel you to start 2021 right. This is the letter written to you. I want you to pay attention. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. In other words, because you are going to enter into eternity with him, this is why we set our minds and our hearts on things above. This is why I believe it's important for us to stay focused and not allow the, allow the world to distract us. The next one is this. The next reason why it's important is because we have been called with a purpose. Christian, listen to me. I don't care what town you're in, what village you're in, where you're watching me today, but I'm here to tell you something. Christ has a purpose and a calling for you, and it is not to be distracted by the world. It is not to be distracted by the issues of 2020. It is to be focused wholly and solely on him. Hebrews 12 and verse 1 says this. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us, what? Lay aside every weight. Let's lay aside everything that's holding us back. Let's get rid of every worldly thing that is distracting our focus. Because we have purpose. And the sin which so clings so closely to us, let's get rid of those things. And let us do what? With purpose? Run with endurance the race that is set before us. Run with endurance the race that is set before us. Are you running the race that God has set before you? Do you find yourself living with purpose, sharing the gospel, serving and loving those who are less fortunate than you, expressing your gratitude towards God by the way you live your life with your family, with your friends, and in your occupation? Are you all in or are you running some other race? Are you running some other direction? Are you find yourself in some other place? Listen, I believe this. We should stay focused because God has called us with a purpose. A purpose of running his race. Notice what verse 2 says. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy was set before him, the endurance of the cross. He endured the cross, despising the shame, and seated at the right hand of God. That phrase comes up again. Why do we live with purpose? Why do we run our race? Because Christ, who we've given our life to, is sitting at the right hand of God. And that's why we have our minds set on him, not on ourselves. The last thing I think is important for us to remember and why we stay focused and need to refocus our life about what God would have us do in 2021 if we lost focus in 2020 is this. Romans 14.10. For we will stand before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess to God. So each, each of us will give an account of himself to God. Listen, if you're watching me by television and you don't know God, if you've never given your life to God, I want you to know something. There's going to come a time in this life or the life to come that you're going to be forced to bow and give an account of your life. 
And if you have not placed your faith and trust in him, if you have not believed that he died on that cross 2,000 years ago for your sins and mine, and it was nothing that we have done but all that he has done, if you're not placing your faith in eternity in Jesus Christ and being a follower of him and not a follower of self, I'm here to tell you today, you need to do it. You need to give your life to Christ. You need to ask God to come into your heart. You need to ask God to forgive you of your sins. You need to repent from where you're living and turn towards him and follow him. Refocus your life from the distractions of sin and the world and the compellingness of it and submit yourself to the authority of the almighty God. I beg you to do so. Because if you will, you'll spend eternity in heaven. And when you give an account of your life, it will not be held against you because you will have placed your faith in Jesus. But if you, listen, but if you do not give your life to Christ, you're going to give an account. And that account is going to come up short and you're going to spend eternity separated from the one who created you and loves you. You're going to spend it in total darkness, away from all that is right and all that is good. And no one, I believe no one wants that. So will you give your life to Christ today? This is why we should stay focused. As believers, this is why we stay focused. Because we want to give a good account of our lives to Christ. Well, let's talk about the last thing. What can we do in 2021 to refocus our lives? What can we do to get back into, the, into focus? And that's what this series is going to be all about. We're going to be talking about ways in which we can refocus ourselves because we have been distracted. We have lost focus. But listen, there's just some things right off the basics that we need to cover first. To get back focused with our lives on Christ based on 2020 or whatever else is distracting us, we need to rededicate ourselves to Christ. We need to dedicate ourselves to Christ. We need to decide today that we are going to remove the distractions, get rid of those things that have caused us to lose focus, and get back to making Christ a priority. Listen, define what it means to make a big deal about following Jesus. You hear me say that all the time. Hey, here at ABT, we want to make a big deal about following Jesus. Making a big deal about following Jesus means this, that Christ is your life and that you are going to focus your life on him and you're going to let the world know that he is the most important thing in your life. This is what we do. Matthew 16, 24 says this, and Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. I mean, this is what it means. We are excited about what God is doing so much. We are going to make such a big deal that we're going to sacrifice our own lives so that we can live for Christ. This is what it means to make a big deal about following Jesus. This is what it was required for us to refocus our lives. If you are a believer and you, you've wandered away, if you found, you found yourself distracted, I pray, dedicate your life to Christ today. Get refocused. Start the year off with a time of prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. How does prayer and fasting help us refocus? Well, here at ABT, we are going to be pr- having 21 days of prayer and fasting starting on the 10th next Sunday. We are going to be all in. Some of us are going to fast for a day or a week or, or set, a, set, a, set a, t- a time aside inside that 21 days. Some are going to do a fast for the entire 21 days. I don't know what you're going to do, but I do know this, that prayer and fasting makes a difference. Prayer and fasting is how we help ourselves refocus on what God would have for us to do. The truth is there's so much noise out there. There's so much noise out in the world. There's so many distractions. Taking a time to say, 
I'm not going to eat a meal. I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to read my Bible and pray. Or I'm going to meditate on what God would have for me. I'm telling you, it helps us. How does it help us? Prayer and fasting helps us refocus because it exposes our hearts to God. It exposes our hearts to God. Joel 2.12 says this. Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your hearts, not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful and slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He, res- he relents over disaster. In other words, he is in control over disaster. Prayer and fasting helps us refocus because it puts in- us in tune with the Holy Spirit and what it would have us to do. When we spend time meditating, when we spend time with God in prayer and fasting, the Holy Spirit speaks clearly to us. Acts 13, 2 says this, While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart from me Barabbas and Saul, Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I have called them. Listen, I want you to know something. When we pray and fast, we find ourselves in a relationship closer to God where he can speak to us. The next thing I want you to think about as we start to close is this. Prayer and fasting is important. Rededicating our life is important. But we must find accountability in a church community. So much in 2020, people have stopped going to church. If you are not going to church, I'm telling you, you have missed out on what God has had for you. Church is not at home. Church is in a community of believers where we get together and we fellowship. Notice Acts chapter 2, 42, it says this, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship of breaking of bread and of prayers. And awe, listen, and God moved, and awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. They were together. They were not in their homes separately. They were together. And they were selling their possessions and their belongings and distributing uh, in the process to all as many as had need. And day by day, attending in the temple together, breaking of bread in their homes, receiving the food with gladness and generous hearts, praising God and giving, having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily. Why did they do this? Why were they celebrating God? God was moving in their community and people were receiving Christ. You see, being actively involved in our church community helps us refocus. It helps us refocus. But why? Because the word's being taught. Needs are being met. The power of prayer is being realized. Unity and accountability is expressed. We see the needs of others when we're in our church community. And we see and play a part in how God transforms lives. I'm afraid in 2020 we have had a community of believers that have lost focus on what it means to be a part of church. And I'm so excited to have heard that many churches today in Anchorage have decided to reopen because I believe we have got to stop the silliness. We have got to stop the misunderstanding of what it means to worship God or to follow the rules of the king. The truth is this, we are to serve God with our whole hearts. We cannot lose focus on what God would have to do in our lives. And so I'm asking you today, will you consider this series we're about ready to start? Will you consider the importance of where your life is focused? And will you refocus it in 2020 on God? 
Rededicate your life. Prioritize prayer and fasting. Commit to a community of believers. Because I believe it'll make a difference. Next week, we're going to talk about reclaiming our time. What does it mean to reclaim our time? Because I believe time has been stolen from us. And we need to reclaim it back. What does it look like? But if you're watching by television again and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, if you're watching by television and you're a believer and you found yourself losing your focus, going astray, following the world, I'm here to implore you. I'm here to beg you, return to Jesus. If you're lost, return to Jesus. Give your life to him. If you're saved and you've been distracted, return to Jesus. Get back in church. Find yourself in a community of believers where you can make a difference because I truly believe When we're focused on Christ, we get our greatest blessing. Well, let's pray. Father, we just thank you for your goodness to us and your love for us. Lord, we thank you for all that you've done through 2020, how you've revealed yourself to us, how you have used us. But Lord, many of us have lost focus. Many of us have been distracted by Satan's tricks. And Lord, I pray that we will refocus, rededicate our lives. Lord, I pray that we'd start this year off with prayer and fasting and getting back in church so that we can make a difference in our community. That we can stand boldly for you. Lord, and may we do that in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen.